This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with Melissa Cannon, our Community Engagement Coordinator, and two very special guests, stellar students in our community, Lucas Stakebake and Asiana Clark, also two members of the Mayor's Youth Advisory Committee that Melissa oversees. So we wanted you both to join us today, and thank you again for coming, and to talk about your interest in local government and why you've gotten involved and what your thoughts are about how government maybe could do more to get people like you involved. And, and we always talk about going where our residents are, and so I think it's really important that we customize our engagement with you in ways that you can digest and understand and appreciate. So I'm really excited to hear and have our listeners hear from your people your age and perspective. So why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell me, you know, your age, uh, what school you go to, what you're interested in um, to start off. Okay, um, I'm Lucas and Steak Bake, obviously. Um, I'm 15 and I go to high, Higley High School. And I'm Asiana Clark. I'm 17. I attend Highland High as a junior. And right now, I'm very obsessed with true crime <laughs> podcasts, pugs, oh. and eating cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> Ooh, did you see the new Ben and Jerry's where the cookie dough is in the center now of the ice cream? I haven't seen that. Oh. I'm really specific about my cookie dough ice cream. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, you might want to check this out. I There's, will. <laughs> there are three new kinds that have instead of the cookie dough pieces being throughout the ice cream, they just announced this last week, it's like the whole center of the pint of ice cream is all cookie dough. So you can like dig it. Oh yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but I think if you're a connoisseur, you should check it out for sure. <laughs> all right, so this is a great start. That's fun. What are you obsessed with, Lucas? Maybe social media wise, what are you obsessed with? I follow a lot. I follow this Instagram account called Life in General and they're professional organizers. What? And they, they, they seriously, they go into people's houses and just organize for them. Oh, like and Marie Kondo. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's so funny because I like I have to think about like what these people do with their lives. That people <laughs> they have to pay others to organize for them. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. This is amazing. I love it. I love it. So that's interesting. My daughter's nine and she loves Marie Kondo and she is using it like a verb. I'm Marie Kondoing my room. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. It even works for children. I don't know. Do you think it's going to make us like obsessive compulsive though about how our lives are organized. I think I'm already kind of like that, but. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, I'm so happy to have you guys here. I grew up in Gilbert as well. I went to Gilbert High School. Sorry that we don't have a Gilbert Tiger here, but <laughs> I'll represent. And, you know, one of the things that I love the most about this job is being able to give back to the community that I grew up in. And so it's really, really rewarding. So I'd love to hear from you, you know, why. And I think that there's maybe some mis misconception out there about our youth today. And, you know, I, I believe that, especially through my act, Melissa really gets to see how involved our students are and how they really do want to make a difference. And yeah. I think it's important that government create opportunities for them to do so. So, Right. I completely agree. I remember where I was going through all of our applicants from our past mayor, past uh, class. And what really stuck out to me, especially with your two applicants, is like how dedicated you are about local government how just interested like there's that curiosity and that's why we really want to bring you in to kind of shine some light on how local government works and also just your passion so it's really cool to see you guys here and trying to give back more yeah tell me Asiana, why you applied for 
for Mayak? For Mayak, well, I did shadow you for Student Government Day, and I met the whole digital communications office, and I had to say I fell in love with it. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> Melissa, we did not pay her to say that. <laughs> no, I swear. she didn't. <laughs> And so um, Melissa and I, we went to go see the different departments. We saw the police department. I feel like I got a really good view of what everyone does here. Not like an in-depth view, but I really did love having the opportunity to see like the inner workings and be exposed to it. Because I feel like a lot of people my age, they aren't very aware of the things that adults do right now. And so um, I just, I really just fell in love with being a part of the community and volunteering has always just been a big thing that I do. I love giving back to people. And it's really nice when you live in Gilbert and it's just everyone is so kind. And I think that Gilbert has this, Gilbert gives you this really good opportunity to give back to the community. I love it. I love it. And what about you, Lucas? What made you apply for MIAC? Um, well, government has always like caught my interest and like really interested me. So I've always been wanting to like get into it and possibly do it as a career in the future. But it's also just eye opening to like see how many people put in sweat and tears and blood into this community and like do it every day. Like I like basically just go to school and do my homework and go to bed and go to school again. So it's just great, like and interesting to me to see how many more people there are in my community and how much more there is than I really thought there was before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gilbert is so big now. I think that when I grew up here in like the 1990s, it was very small and you knew everyone. There was one high school, Highland opened well at the end of my high school career, but there was one high school and you knew everyone. And now I think in a large city, I mean, we're the largest town in America, but we feel like a large city, 250,000 people. It's kind of like at a big university like at ASU where it's so big, you have to kind of be able to find your niche and, and get involved in groups that make it feel smaller. And so I love that about MIAC because I think it gives, you know, kids an opportunity to meet each other from other schools and brings them together. And it really is true. I mean, we we want you to be our future workforce. So what could government officials do better to attract people like you to think about having careers here? Um, I think a lot of it, it's not specifically publicizing or advertising it, but just getting the word out there that, hey, your future is coming up. And the teenagers now, they are the future. So it's really good to start, you know, implementing that in their mindset and giving them the opportunities. I think Gilbert, because it's so tech savvy, because a lot of the residents are younger, um, it does a really good job being active on social media, getting news through there. And so I think that if the teenage population in Gilbert were to maybe pay attention a little bit more to that and knowing that school isn't just your one thing, it's good to do things outside of your school. And it really does look good when you give back to the community and it makes you feel good too. Yeah, yeah. I One of our team goals actually this year is to um, help raise our Instagram following in your age demographic. And I think that that's really important too because what we've seen is, you're right, Gilbert has a young population, the average age is 33, and we want your voices also to be heard at the table. Like when we do a lot of surveys through Nextdoor and other groups, we notice most of our people's responses are probably your parents' age, um, around maybe more my age. And I'm always like, well, yeah, but especially when it comes to things like scooters, the birds, right? It's like, well, what are the, what are the younger 
kids, students think about these kinds Those of things. Those are and amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? We can't ban them just because, you know, I agree. And I think they're amazing too. And I, but see, that's the perspective that doesn't in government often get heard. Like you're not at the table. And I think it's so important because you are, I mean, I think it's 80,000 of our 250,000 residents are school-aged children. And so how could we have such a large portion of our population but not give them the chance to be represented? And that's why we're trying to engage with people like you on social media and get you involved. And then the hope is that you'll come and work here. So what about you? What do you think you want to do in your future? Have you thought about it at all? Or um, Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to go to college and get a degree in political science and government. And then I've been thinking about going to law school after that and practicing law for a little bit and then like launching a political career. So MIAC has been like a really good in-depth experience of like how local government and just government in general works. And I'm just, it's making me really excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's was my background too, political science and did a bunch of campaign work and um, didn't go to law school, but went to grad school and then ended up working in, in local government. So you never know. You could yeah. be... Our mayor someday. What do you, How cool! Either of you, I know that. So awesome. It's a total possibility. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Thank you for you both. So, what you know? How do you convince your peers, your friends, to also want to be involved? Like, what what do you think overall? I, I know, like when I was in high school, it was like if you were in student council, you'd be likely. Like, how do we get? How do we tap into just maybe the average student who doesn't know a lot about their local government? Like, how, how do we get people like that involved? Um, well, I'm in student council at my school, actually. And a lot of it is just us one by one, like going out into the community and just spreading the word. Like one person talks to one person and, and another and another and another. And it just keeps going and going. So like I like get my friend group and like interested and I, I got a lot of them to sign up for student government day actually after Melissa asked us to. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. our application number doubled right after I asked Maya because like call to action. I need your help getting the word out about this application. And like the next day, the number doubled. And I'm actually going to point this out that you said last night at the Digital State of the Town. Um, you oh, were, were saying, you there? Yeah. yeah. Nice. He was saying that he posts on his social, and so another person from my also posts on social. He was like, oh, but my content was better, so I think I'm the one who got the applicants, and I thought it was amazing. That's like, I awesome. love that sense of pride and sharing information. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I also think it's just how little, especially my age group, knows. Like, they think of government, and they're just like, oh, like, the president or Congress. I don't need to know about that stuff. But, mm -hmm. like, it's a lot more than that. Like, you guys have coders and, mm -hmm. and, and animators and everything here. So there's a lot of jobs that they don't know about and a lot of things that they don't, don't know about that I think a large demographic would be interested in if they just knew about it. Mm -hmm. So it's just as simple as just letting people know. Yeah, and you don't even, you know, know what those jobs of the future are going to look like. And that's where another place where government has to evolve to think about creating jobs that would attract people like you. So, I mean, we always talk about when you flush, you know, your toilet, do you ever really stop and think about like where that water goes and where it comes from and like who's behind that or, you know, doing the crack ceiling in the pavement outside and 115 degree heat. And, you know, these are all of the workers behind the, it's the majority of our workforce that are in public safety and public works who make the whole town turn. And so we get all these accolades, like safest city, best place to raise a family, most prosperous city. And it's because of that, you know, and, and how great does that feel when you've contributed to something like that? So what about you, Asiana? What do you think? Where do you see your future career heading? 
My future career, I know that I want to be something in the medical field. I'm currently nice. thinking, thanks. I'm currently thinking about becoming a physician assistant. Um, I love um, doing dissections of I know it sounds really weird. I like doing dissections <laughs> of animals. Like I just did one today and I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just love the precision that you have to have. You have to be so meticulous to take care of someone's life. And although I don't want to be in government, I do think this is like a really great experience that I'm getting here because it just makes me feel like a well-rounded person. And I feel like it's, I mean, it's just a good thing to do. Yes. So how would you get convinced your friends or your classmates to maybe follow us on Instagram or <laughs> to get involved? Like what, what do you, what do you tell them about the experience that you've been having? Um, I tell them that I get to explore different parts of the town. I get to meet new people. And really, it's something that they should try if they can find the extra time in their schedule. And really, it's worth every second of it. Um, I I show them, like, pictures of, like, what we've done, like, from our events when we went to the Holiday Lighting Festival. I posted about that on my Snapchat. I was just super excited to tell everyone, like, hey, I'm a part of Mayak. <laughs> yes, this is amazing. This is what we wanted. I think it takes the right person to run the program to Melissa, who definitely gets it and knows how to engage, you know, people like you to make the content, like you said, fun and inspiring. And, you know, that's all, that's all such a huge part of it, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what we kind of want out of the program is for our members to want to take a photo and want to take a video and share with their friends to show their experience. We want it to be fun. We want you to learn as well, but we just, we want it to just be like a, a cool experience. It and is. so like all of our meetings is we try to be really hands-on. So our first meeting, for example, you guys like shot a fire hose and like everyone was like Snapchatting that whole time and just stuff like that. And like we'll be doing a mock trial where they'll be in the court next to a prosecutor doing a trial. Like it's going to be these experience. Hopefully you'll remember in the long run. So if you ever were wondering about something in government, you can like kind of reflect back on it. I love it. I love it. So, OK, I have to know. So it's still Snapchat. It is. Yes. Still Instagram stories? Yes. Okay. Are you getting any news from Twitter? Um, I don't scroll through Twitter as often as I used to. Okay. But if, I, if I'm like scrolling through Instagram and I want more detail on something, I'll go to Twitter. Okay. I feel like Twitter is like some people's personal like diary. They post a lot of like tweets about themselves or like how their day is going or what's going on or like a subtweet, like an inside joke. But um, I feel like for the most part, Instagram polls are really good, a really good way to get feedback. Um, I feel like Twitter, it can be the platform to get information out there to the youth. Really, it's just how much effort we put in that. Yeah, I was just listening to a podcast with the Twitter co-founder, and he was talking about how the one, well, there's, there are a lot of issues that they're dealing with, but one of the things he was saying is how it becomes so, you know, you only end up following the people that think like you and that you, you like and you want to like their tweets and it becomes this kind of vacuum for information, which can obviously be really dangerous. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, choosing what news organizations to watch. But I think that that's, that is really interesting because I think about that sometimes and I'm like, oh, you know, I probably do follow people who 
who I'm interested in what they have to say or that maybe think like me or, and he was saying, you know, the problem with that is that we're not then exposing ourselves to all of these other things. And I thought that that was a really interesting, interesting perspective. And um, so I want, I'm very curious about Twitter because I get my news mostly from Twitter. Like it's just the way my life is now and how busy I am. I, that's where I'm finding like what's happening in the world. Um, but no, no one your age is really on Facebook, right? Just oh, your moms. No. <laughs> I honestly, I only use Facebook to like read the happy birthday comments from my aunts and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wholesome, though. That's that's, that's so it. Awesome. <laughs> I like how yeah. it's like a hard no. Like, no. <laughs> to read the so like that's the other thing, right? No one really texts you to say happy birthday anymore. Like they just go on Facebook yeah. and send you a message like I gotta. Check on my birthday. Yeah, it's totally true because even for me, I feel like I'm spending less and less time there. But on the birthdays, like for sure, it's where you feel all the love. Definitely. <laughs> and they give you the reminder. So it's like yeah. a great reminder to me about whose birthdays it is, you know, every day. So that's pretty awesome. Um, okay, so what do you see as being next? Do you feel like I'm always what my team, I'm always pushing my team to always be thinking about what's next. I think there's no better way to get a gauge on that than you guys. So first, it was like for us, it was video, obviously. And not all government organizations are using video the way we are, but I'm always like, oh yeah, it's all about video. And then it was live, you know, live video really for a long time, Periscope first and then Facebook live and now Instagram. I mean, all of that. So that's kind of evolving. And then just like photography and drones and all of that. So what do you see as like the big things coming down? Like what gets your interest? I honestly don't know. Okay. <laughs> I feel like as long as I've been alive, social media has just been like so established uh -huh. it's not about what can you do different it's just how can you stand out now it's like not what can you what can you create it's just like what can you do with what you have now I, I don't really see anything else coming up I mean I'm not the one creating it so I don't know but <laughs> I don't I think just trying to be as relevant as possible and like keeping up and seeing what the, all the trends are I love it I love it. I think you're so spot on because we don't know, right? Like you don't know a year from now. I always talk about this and I say, oh my God, a year from now, we didn't even know that electric scooters were going to be like the hot thing, right? It was, who knows, it's going to be hoverboards and then it's flying cars and, and all of these things that we can't, we're trying to plan, but we don't know what that future looks like. So I love that. You just kind of have to wait for it and then just adapt when it comes, right? Yeah. What about you? What do you think? I agree with Lucas. I mean, you can't really tell. Um, the only way I feel that you can guess what the future is if you become a trendsetter yourself. And I feel like, you know how people go viral on Twitter or they mm -hmm. do something funny on YouTube? I feel like that's what usually gets people's attention. But really what makes you stand out is you doing something extraordinary. And I feel like Gilbert can do that. We just need to kind of figure out like, you know. I love it. Oh my gosh, you guys are... So brilliant and adorable. I love it. I just love it. What is your favorite thing, Gilbert? I have to know. I just like that. I honestly just like that it feels safe. No matter what I'm doing, I don't think I have a favorite thing I'm doing, but no matter where I go, I feel secure and like, okay. Even if I didn't live here, I feel like I could just be like walk in and feel okay. I love I, that. I think that's my probably my favorite thing. Yeah, we want, that's what we want people to feel that way. You know, what about you? Um, let's see. Well, I grew up in California. So like the first 15 years of my life, all I knew was really California and like 
most more specifically the Bay Area, and that's where a lot of my family lives. And I also would go down to Southern California to visit my aunt. And moving to Gilbert was such a change because sure. people smile here and people don't drive <laughs> super fast. And like, oh, yeah, they'll talk to you and say hi to you. And you don't have to be scared to be who you are. And you can rely on people to, like, not disrespect you and accept who you are as a person and just be generally kind like I was saying before Gilbert it, I love how there's a poster that says in Gilbert where you can be anything be kind and I have distributed that poster to some of my teachers and they love it um yes. but yeah I just love <laughs> the opportunity that Gilbert gives especially to the tech savvy you know population that we have out here um my favorite place here is probably gonna sound really dorky I love going to the library so the Southeast Library oh, or Highland Hawks, um, they have this place called the Commons, and it's so cool. I just I love sitting there and looking at all the books that I can read. Today I just got two new books that I'm so excited to read and not do my homework. <laughs> I love it. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, you guys are amazing, and you are our future. And so there's always a job for you here. I don't know if I can fill the medical card, but. <laughs> If you ever get sick of your medical career, you know where to go and come <laughs> back. And actually, we want you to go and become, you know, become a doctor, go to medical school, and then come back to oh, Gilbert yeah. and practice here, you know? <laughs> that's that's the other goal is to keep people here like you so that you can contribute in the community, even if it's not working directly in local government, but in whatever way that might be. So, so nice to chat with you both and good luck. You better keep us posted on, you know, what you're doing into the future. And thank you, Melissa, also for being such a great leader and mentor for these students and picking two really great ones. So thank you both (laughs) for joining us. Thank Thank you you for having us. And to all of our listeners, if you're listening, like I said, please follow the town of Gilbert on Instagram at Gilbert Your Town, if you don't already. And this is one platform, again, where we're really trying to push content out and attract a younger audience. So please, please follow us on Instagram and also follow this podcast on Twitter at GovGoneDigital. And we'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. Gone Digital.